Hey there, Golf Trip Junkies. The Golf Trip Authority is here bringing the experience of the Buddy Golf Trip to life with the mission to entertain, inform, and inspire you with critical information for planning your next Buddy Golf Trip. I will get the 411 from industry experts with knowledge about the greatest golf resorts, courses, products, and services that make your golf trips truly memorable. Tune in weekly to get the latest golf trip goodness delivered straight to your earbuds. I'm your host, John Morse. Let's tee this up. Streamsong is a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary. It's a resort where golf is both a quest for perfection and an art form. It's a retreat that is the ultimate escape for relaxation, enrichment, and rejuvenation. It's a place where the surrounding ecosystems are as deeply valued as the time you'll spend with them. Streamsong has everything you could possibly imagine for your next buddy golf trip. Here to talk about Streamsong is the director of golf and our friend, Mr. Scott Wilson. And we'll be back to talk to Scott right after we thank our sponsors. Traveling to your next golf destination just got a whole lot easier with Shipsticks. Shipsticks has made getting your golf clubs to and from your golf destination easier than it's ever been, allowing you and your buddies to enjoy a hassle-free travel experience to anywhere in the world. TripCaddy has partnered with Shipsticks so you can get on your buddy golf trip and travel hassle-free. Shipsticks is the most convenient and affordable door-to-door shipping service for your golf clubs and luggage. To receive 10% off, visit shipsticks.com forward slash tripcaddy. That's shipsticks.com forward slash tripcaddy. Scott, say hello to our golf trip junkies and tell us something about Streamsong that not many people know about. Hello, golf trip junkies. I think that the main thing when people arrive on the resort property is the undulation. They're, they're going through pretty much flat areas around the resort, and then all of a sudden they come on the resort and turn the last corner, and there are the dunes. Um, and, you know, the largest one is probably 100 foot high, and that's where Streamsong Blue number one starts off. And it's, uh, it starts off with a bank. And throughout all the golf courses, there's just this rolling terrain that just doesn't match our Floridian golf expectation. Yeah, I was going to say, this is really unique for Florida, especially even central Florida, right? I mean, the topography there, you don't expect this. Exactly. And I I was reading a little bit the other day about how this property started millions of years ago. It was the floor of the ocean. And uh, therefore, you know, a lot of sand. And this was uh, termed Bone Valley at one time because of the fossils that they would bring out. And it's just a unique piece of property. You don't expect it coming in, but once you get there, it's like, wow, I'm here. Uh, Let's go play. Yeah, the pictures that you guys have on your website, it's unbelievable to see what that looks like. But I can only imagine the number of bunkers that you guys have and and some of the challenges if you get into them, you know, not only the number of them, but, uh, you know, that kind of sand is, is probably pretty unique to that area as well, right? It is, and it almost feels like it's just one giant uh, sand uh, bunker, uh, even though we know it isn't. But uh, <laughs> if you ever see an aerial photo of the property, it's fantastic because you see these ribbons of fairway and grass with the tea and, and the greens, and all of a sudden it's sand around it. Uh, we don't have a lot of trees. Uh, there's um, 
you know, all 54 holes, there's probably just a couple of holes that have any trees nearby, but really only one hole that comes into play with any trees at all. And that would be nine blue, maybe, maybe 17 blue. But uh, for the most part, uh, it's just a, a very unique links feel to it. And uh, we're not near the ocean anymore, obviously. And uh, it's just uh, it's a great, sandy, fast and firm golf course. So as we talk about the lay of the land down there, tell us a little bit about where you're situated. I think you're just south, uh, what, southeast of, um, of Tampa. Tell us a little bit more about the area and how accessible it is for groups to get in there Do they, in terms of the rental cars and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, yeah, Tampa's the closest major airport. Orlando would be the second closest, probably just over an hour from Tampa and about an hour and a half from Orlando International. So both are accessible. It just depends on the flights that everyone is coming in if they want to get a nonstop. But you can basically wake up in your Midwest or northeastern city uh, in your own bed and uh, fly down and, and be on the tee by you know, 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, I love that. So with your uh, with the seasons in Florida, obviously you can play golf year round, but what are some of the best times? Because I know I think about now we're getting into some rainy season as we as we start entering into uh, April and May time frame. Tell us a little bit about the weather and maybe best times to come down and visit. Yeah, I look at it as the the two shoulder seasons being, you know, your October, November, December. Uh, on the one hand, uh, before the holiday uh, at the end of December, and then your February, March, April. It's just, uh, they're, they're very much the same, very dry for Florida. And, uh, the, you know, the storms have disappeared by October, and then uh, they really don't come back till May or June uh, on the other side. So uh, those are the best timeframes and you know everything's in great shape at that time no that sounds spectacular i love florida weather and playing and playing golf in the fall or in the spring it's, it sounds absolutely perfect so you've got a lot to offer there at stream song tell us a little bit about these golf courses you've got some fun stuff for buddies groups as they have they uh enjoy the the putting and you got a short course tell us all the golf goodness that you guys offer so besides the three fantastic golf courses, you've got Streamsong Blue with Tom Doak and Renaissance Golf. You've got Streamsong Red with uh, Bill Corr and Ben Crenshaw. And those were the two original. We've been through eight seasons already. It's just amazing how quick that went. And then we have uh, Streamsong Black, which is the uh, the younger cousin, if you will. And Gil Hans uh, and Jim Wagner opened that in the fall of 17. So we're already two and a half years into that golf course, which is fantastic. But then we have three or four little things that have uh, come about, which are a lot of fun. For those that don't want to play 36 holes in a day, we've got the original buy hole, which is over at Streamsong Red and Blue. It's either the bet settler or the bet starter. Uh, depends on which way you want to look at it with your buddies. And then we have, uh, we, we actually came across this the first week we were open, the uh, six-hole loop. So for those that do get in late in the afternoon on their first day, either driving or flying in, they can go play six holes, and it comes right back to the clubhouse at red or blue, or they can play a 12-hole loop uh, before the sun sets. And then over at uh, Streamsong Black, we have uh, some fun uh, golfy type uh, accommodations there as far as we have the uh, roundabout, which is seven hole 
you know, free-flowing practice area is how we describe it. It is uh, seven par threes, but it's where you can go out there and you can chip and putt and get used to the fast and firm uh, sandy soil conditions. Or you could actually have a match with, uh, you know, John and Brian going out there and having uh, a little match where uh, one person wins the hole, they pick the next tee, the next green location, and make a par four or a par three, whatever they you'd like to do. And then uh, to wrap it up, the gauntlet over at Streamsong Black is two acres of pure putting fun. It's fantastic. You can grab a beer and uh, go out there. A lot of people will just flip their shoes off and uh, put them alongside the fire pit and just walk out. We have a, a new clubhouse addition coming in where we're going to have an open-air bar uh, that walks right out onto the putting surface. And it starts off flat, and then all of a sudden it is pitch and roll and lots of fun, lots of hole locations. And uh, just, you know, we've had actual shotgun tournaments on this uh, two-acre site uh, where, you know, 100 people want to play golf. We'll put 50 out on a shotgun, play nine holes, and then the next 50 come in while those first 50 go and eat dinner. And uh, just a lot of fun. You could spend hours out there. My goodness. Golf Trip Junkies, if that doesn't uh, wet your whistle for getting down to Stream Song and get you salivating about the golf and the options down there. uh, Scott, we're going to have to unpack some of this stuff because as you're talking through this, well, the first thing I got to say is, you know, when you get out there with some of the short courses and it's a Brian and John twosome, I'll probably start it, but I can guarantee you Brian will finish it on the, the backside of our betting. Usually I'll start hot and then he'll crush me and then I end up owing a lot of money. So, Of course. John, you know your place. That's what's important. You know your place. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's unpack some of this. Uh, with the three courses you have, it sounds like each one of them has a little short course associated to it. Now, are we playing the additional tees or are these, are these actual additional holes in addition to the 18 that they offer? Well, the additional holes are the buy hole. And then the roundabout is adjacent to the range at Black. Okay. And then the gauntlet is adjacent to the Black Clubhouse. The Bone Valley Tavern is what we call it. And so uh, the six-hole loops are just the the regular holes, uh, the first six holes on blue, par 24, and then the six holes on red, first six holes, par 24. And they actually come back to, you know, within 150 yards of the clubhouse. Gotcha. Wow, that's pretty cool. So you guys have found a way, and I think this is a trend that we're seeing in the golf industry of major resorts to cater to this, quote unquote, the experience, right, which is what the Golf Trip Authority podcast is all about. And and we love to hear things like this because you guys are really catering to that group that um, uh, just to find different options for groups coming in to wager, to, to just horse around, get warmed up, get a feel for the course. So that's really neat in terms of... Uh, you know, just being able to have that offering. So that's exciting. I assume that the six hole loop, the 12 hole loop, even some of the short courses, you've got various T rates and things like that. So when a group's coming into reserve, you've got kind of a menu of offerings of, you know, there's rates based on those things that we don't necessarily have to talk about the rates, but it's a matter of you've got a rate structure for each one of those options. Is that fair to say? That is true. Uh, for all ty- types of uh, configurations, as far as amount of holes you play for a day, uh, usually starts off with 18, and then we have replay rates for the afternoon if, uh, if somebody wanted to go 36. Or, you know, if they're staying in the lodge, 
and they wanted to go a few more holes and they kind of have an emergency nine. We have that a lot. We say, hey, why don't you go play six? And if they're staying in the lodge, we take care of that complimentary. Oh, that's really cool. Hey, Scott, a hey, real quick question. I'm curious. You know, these three courses, um, it's not apparent to me when, when I look at how you all are structured, but do all three courses go out from the same pro shop or the, is there any travel distance between them? In other words, is it, is it just all right there where people stay or is there any travel distance for uh, going from course to course? So at Red and Blue, we, we have one clubhouse and that serves both the Red and Blue courses. And we've got golf club storage there, showers, and an actual 12 rooms up above the golf shop uh, with restaurant and uh, meeting area. And then wow. over at Streamsong Black, we have Bone Valley Tavern. No lodging, but we do have uh, a new addition with the locker rooms and uh, the outdoor bar that goes right out to the uh, putting surface at the gauntlet. So it's very unique. Uh, it's about a mile away. And we have shuttle service from those two locations plus the lodge, which has 216 rooms. Okay, that's great. Wow. Yeah, that's helpful for people as they're coming in and they, uh, they're they trying to figure out how to get around and do all that stuff. Number one, you've got shuttle service right there to cater to their needs and pick them up, drop off. Having those three courses and amenities on those separate courses, even though you're on the same property, that's got to be a value plus for the for the golfers as well. It's just that sounds pretty spectacular, bars and lodging on each one of the holes. It sounds like right. Exactly, we have uh, a multitude of bars and restaurants on property. So once everyone gets here, they're pretty much staying put. Uh, you know, with golf, we've got the spa, we've got uh, all sorts of recreation with archery and sporting clays which is fantastic to go do that. It's about four miles away from the lodge. So you don't hear it from the golf courses at all. And you're, you're a world away, but you're only 15 minutes away. And then finally we have the bass fishing, which is right in front of uh, the lodge and wraps around the lodge on this lake, which is um, so much fun. We have a couple different style boats uh, to accommodate, you know, two people, four people, eight people. Now, that's the other thing that we're hearing a lot of courses are offering these different things. We're talking to, you know, uh, Big Cedar Resort in Branson, and essentially they're, they're, they've kind of got that model as well. And I think there's a lot of different things that are happening with these courses as they're offering more and more outdoor type activities. So Stream Songs got it, Golf Trip Junkies, you fishing, golfing, shooting, ar- archery. It's all right there, and you don't have to leave the property, which, which is great. You guys will shuttle them around and do those things. One last thing about the courses. Uh, help us understand, the um, is the Stream Song Black the signature? Because when I looked on the website, I was kind of just wanted to make sure I understood which one is the signature. It's like, the, this is the must play. I mean, all of them are the must play, but which one do you call the signature course and, and what's so special about it? Well, I think that uh, the architects would say that uh, there was no such thing as a signature hole or a signature course because they put so much effort into the design and the playability of these golf courses. And, you know, Rusty Mercer, our uh, director of agronomy, does such a great job of keeping the courses fast and firm. So you have that ability to choose around the greens no matter which course is the bump and run, the putter from 40 yards off the green. Maybe it's a hybrid if you're better at that. Uh, I don't use a hybrid. I, I tend to go seven iron. 
and keep it low and running up these banks and these little, uh, you know, recovery areas that we call them. So I don't think any one of them uh, outshines the other at all. I think they're all very compatible, very much have their own identity, but they all are on the same type of soil uh, obviously, that sandy soil, but they have uh, different looks to them. You know, Streamsong Blue has the most elevation change. Streamsong Red might have a little bit more water uh, in play and might be a little tighter driving corridors. And then Streamsong Black is the longest of the three, but maybe doesn't play quite as long because of the fast and firm. So uh, wide fairways and uh, a little bit more or a little less rolling than the first two, red and blue. So you will not find a, a group that doesn't have differences of opinion out here, I'll say it that way, uh, over maybe a cocktail or a beer after the round. Uh, they always will sit down. If it's 12 people, uh, there's probably 12 opinions on which is the best course, which is the best hole. And that's the way it was supposed to be. These are three renowned architect groups and they've done a fantastic job of making it feel like you're on the one property, but feel like you're playing three different 18-hole courses. Oh, that's fantastic because, you know, when you're out there, some some people look at uh, on a golf trip, you're looking at, oh, we got to play the signature hole and things like that. But the feedback doesn't lie out there at Streamsong. Golf Trip Junkies, it's a matter of they're getting they're getting rave reviews on all of them. So don't question it. Just enjoy it. Just be out there. All three courses and all the amenities there that they're talking about is fantastic. So, Scott, thanks for sharing that. Let's get into a little bit about uh, when you're bringing a group out there. We're talking about the uh, the lodging and the food. We touched a little bit on it, but let's just let's profile what you know what you guys can accommodate from a perspective of eight players to twelve players on up. Sure. So we have two basic accommodations. We have the Streamsong Lodge, which is 216 rooms, multi-level, with plenty of eating options, dining options. And then we have the 12 clubhouse rooms at the Red and Blue Clubhouse. And that is unique because it's for that, you know, maybe that golf trip junkie that has 12 players and wants to roll out of bed, grab something to eat, and be on the tee right away. And that's a lot of fun. They also have their own personal game room over there, which is called the Albatross Room. And it has card table, wet bar, pool table, and then four putting cups in the carpet so you can have a little bit of competition at night with the television going. And uh, a lot of fun there. But uh, the dining options on property are uh, at the Lodge P205, which is on the main lobby level. Soda Terra, fine dining, Italian. And then upstairs, we have uh, the bar, which is called Fragmentary Blue, which is up on the sixth story and overlooks the property of red and blue with black in the far distance uh, when it's daylight hours. And then over at uh, the Red Blue Clubhouse, we have Restaurant 59, and that serves steak uh, in the evenings. And then uh, Bone Valley Tavern over at Streamsong Black, and that's more the you know sports-type bar and pub uh, with a lot of televisions for the sporting events and then all glass clubhouse uh really a unique look to it uh you get to see the sunset over there at Shimsung black and fantastic place yeah brian i know we talk a lot about the uh the pictures that you know some of these courses will put on their uh, websites and things like that but everything that scott's talking about 
these uh, the images are fantastic, and it just looks so inviting. And you can almost just by looking at these things, the the food just sounds amazing and uh, makes me hungry and want to hang out there, especially the one overlooking the uh, the golf course at the Bone Valley Tavern. I I, I tell you what, I mean, as you said, John, we, we do see quite a bit of pictures and videos from from other top end courses. But I would just encourage all of the listeners out there to take a look at. Streamsong's website to get a sense for when you talk about the undulation, when you talk about the land formation, this is like no other place you've been, but you would never in a million years expect this to be in Florida. So uh, take a look at it. I think you'll be very impressed not only with topography, but also the accommodations are, uh, they, they look, the, the place looks brand new, looks very, very nice and, and very well kept. So kudos to your team out there, Scott. As we continue on, one of the things that we like to look at is and, and kind of share with our listeners is how to build that perfect itinerary at Streamsong. Can you kind of walk us through uh, where a group of eight might want to uh, come out and stay? Obviously, any one of the properties that you're talking about or any of the, the lodging options you have. Um, but what is the perfect itinerary? What do you recommend for like a three-day a three-day trip for them coming in? Well, if you're limited to the three days, I would say uh, arrival day, start with 18 holes. And I always want people to start on red or blue because it starts them off on the original two uh, 18 hole courses and they can hunker down, play 18 holes uh, starting, you know, in the afternoon if they've traveled all morning and then uh, do a 36 hole day in day two, whether it's red and black or black and red, either one. And then uh, on the final day, day three, uh, do an 18-hole day and still travel on that day. That way, you only have to be away two nights. But if you have more time, uh, then I would say do 18 per day over three nights and then add in the six-hole loop the day of arrival. Add in the gauntlet and the roundabout uh, instead of having a 36-hole day and uh, take it a little bit more leisurely as far as that middle day there. It is a lot of fun, uh, and most of these folks that are coming out, the putting uh, on the gauntlet just thrills them to death. Just uh, They can spend three hours out there on the putting green and, and think it was 15 minutes uh, because they have so much competition, so much uh, you know dollar bills flying back and forth. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I love that. So Golf Trip Junkies, That's great. that is the perfect itinerary. If you're just going to spend a couple of days or even if you extend it out, uh, when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the extracurricular activities and the hang that we like to talk about. But, uh, but that perfect itinerary with Streamsong, uh, once you book it, come back and manage all your trip information with your buddies using the Golf Trip Manager at TripCaddy.com. So we're going to take a break, and we're going to learn more about that. And then when we come back, uh, Scott's going to tell us a little bit more about uh, the Golf Trip goodness at Streamsong. We'll be back right after this. Are you tired of the hassle of organizing your buddy golf trip? You know, hundreds of emails just to get everyone on the same page. At TripCaddy.com, our Golf Trip Manager app has everything you need to organize and manage a group golf trip. With just a few clicks, you can build a detailed itinerary, set your pairings, and share the information with your buddies. Imagine all of your golf trip info in one private location before, during, and after your trip. That's the Golf Trip Manager at TripCaddy.com. Use coupon code AWESOME25 and get 25% off your next trip on the Golf Trip Manager at TripCaddy.com. 
We're back and we're talking with Scott Wilson at Stream Song. And one thing that we didn't ask you about, Scott, was the uh, the caddy situation. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about that? Because I think you've got some situation where there's only walking versus uh, riding in some of the areas. So can you walk us through all that? You bet. Uh, yeah, we have a fantastic caddy program. Very proud of what everyone has done here to uh, bring back the tradition of walking uh, in Florida. The golf cart was uh, invented uh, in Florida, as I uh, have heard, and uh, it wasn't meant to be on every golf course. So we uh, we wanted to have a, a time frame, at least in the uh, year, that we could allow walking with caddies. So it's really, you can walk any time of the year. Uh, caddies are available year-round. And then what we do is uh, October through December, we have walking in the mornings up to 11 a.m. And then we have the ability to rent a golf car with a group caddy in the afternoons. And then January, February, and March, we have walking only. And it's fantastic. The weather's nicer. Definitely uh, neat to look across the horizon and see, you know, 20, 30 holes of golfers with caddies. Uh, on the horizon. It's just a, a real neat traditional look to it. Oh, I'm sure. You've got a, a Crenshaw course out there, and that's what he's really known for, his walking tracks, right? Exactly. There's quite a few of those uh, coming up, popping up all over the nation and, and in other countries. But, you know, the tradition of the game started uh, way back with uh, walking and caddies. So uh, we're just trying to carry on that tradition. And then in... Uh, April through October, we allow riding any time of the day or walking any time of the day. The only thing we require as far as a caddy is if you're going to have a golf car, you do have to have a caddy. So uh, they can keep you out of the sand, out of the lakes, uh, and also make sure they're doing their uh, due diligence of giving yardages, uh, reading greens, raking bunkers, and filling divots out on the fairway. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think for our golf trip junkies out there, there's a there's a lot there with some dates and so on. I would just probably recommend as you make your reservations with Streamsong, just ask about the situation about walking versus riding. Make sure that's clear to you uh, as you make your reservations so that you and your group can, can maximize your experience if that's the experience you're after from a walking or a riding perspective. That's great, Scott. I appreciate that information. So what we like to talk about is kind of the hang. What do you like to do after the golf when the sun goes down? Let, let's talk a little bit more about that. Sure. Clubhouse at Red and Blue with the 12 rooms upstairs. They, they have 16 beds. And that has uh, the albatross room. And that has uh, the ability to uh, play pool upstairs, card table to get those uh, nightly games going. And then putting, uh, we have four cups built into the uh, carpet uh, right there, and you can have a little competition from, you know, they're 8 to 15 footers, uh, but a lot of fun. We supply the putters and the golf balls up there. And then uh, during the daylight hours, the roundabout is a fantastic place just to hang your hat and kick off the shoes and just go out and putt for hours at a time. And we have uh, bar service right there with the open-air bar. And then we have uh, drink holders uh, throughout the putting course. And so there's plenty to do at that time. And then inside Bone Valley Tavern, we have a golden tea right there. And so if you don't have enough golf throughout the day, you can play <laughs> inside at, at night on the golden tea. We have a shuffleboard uh, table and uh, just a couple of games uh, right there. Uh, so it makes it fun and uh, 
passes the time. Absolutely. Gosh, it sounds like a blast just with all the different things. When you're talking about that area upstairs, is that the public area or is that kind of baked into one of the uh, the larger accommodation, the 12-person rooms? I'm not sure I understood that. Sure. That is uh, completely reserved for the 12 rooms that are upstairs. So okay. 12 to 16 people could fit up there and uh, that is their private room for their stay. So uh, they have a great time up there, and then they only have to come out uh, for, for dining wherever they're going for dinner. Wow. How cool is that? Brian, that, that sounds perfect for the crew that we brought out to uh, to Pinehurst, and just being able to go and uh, and, and explore Stream Song with that crew would, would take advantage of everything, shuffleboard to shooting to fishing. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Yes, a little bit of something for everybody. I think that's what, what I'm hearing is very unique at that stream song that, quite honestly, we have not heard from other places we've spoken to. So for those of you out there looking for a different experience, and, and each group's going to have their you know two or three people that are going to be wanting to do something completely different other than golf. And what well, tell you what, there's, <laughs> there's a lot in and around dream song to, uh, to take advantage of. Yeah, no doubt. So, Scott, with the uh, I, I did want to ask this the the archery and the uh, the, the clay targets and uh, fishing. Uh, do you have shuttle service to those areas where those activities are happening? Exactly. So, with all the recreation events, whether it's fishing, sporting clays, or archery, the manager of sporting clays will meet inside the lobby of the lodge and then drive to the location. Fishing is actually just a hundred yard walk out to the dock. And then uh, sporting clays is about a four mile drive. Gotcha. Okay. So Scott, I understand you guys have some uh, events that you plan uh, throughout the year. Uh, about five of them you were kind of saying before in our pre-show interview, what, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that and what people are doing to show up and uh, you got some cool things going on. Yeah, it's it's been fun. Uh, in some of our off-peak times, we've had uh, what we call our classic series. We have a spring, a summer, and a fall classic. And then we have a uh, family cup, which is usually centered around Father's Day uh, weekend. And then we have a uh, holiday cup, which is just a, a couple of weeks before the actual holiday in December. So we try to do, offer these type of uh, situations where uh, people can fly in or drive in. They usually average about 90 to 100 players, and they get a chance to meet some uh, some new friends, some new golfing friends. Or there's been other times where, you know, a buddy group or uh, people that are, you know, four or eight people have come. Uh, I can remember. Remember one uh, group came from Barbados, uh, and they were all members of the same club down there, and said, "Let's go, let's go play Stream Song." Oh, how fun! So that's perfect. So if you are thinking about bringing your buddy trip down there, and you want to do, a, you know, bring just one buddy down and kind of play with some of these events that you have going on, it's a great way to get to know the course and understand it. But obviously, bringing all your buddies down is the way. Um, it should be for a, a great buddy golf trip. But if you want to explore it, these are some great options out there, golf trip junkies, to, to bring onesie twosies, to bring foursomes. Like you said, the group from Barbados. These options are perfect. And these are some of the things, Scott, that we like to highlight here on the show. So thanks for sharing that. For groups back in particular, to get the full experience, you know, we always want to make sure that, that the group is not disappointed when they leave. I didn't know they had that, you know, these kinds of things. What are the, what's an absolute must-do or must-see experience while visiting with a group? If you're going to come, I, I highly recommend playing all three golf courses uh, on one trip. Number one, 
if if there's those uh, folks, those discussions after the round, uh, you can participate and say, this is my favorite hole, this is my favorite course. And then you also can say, yeah, I walked the seven holes over at the roundabout. I walked six holes when we first got here, trying to warm up and trying to get used to that sandy, firm and fast uh, soil that we have out here. And then obviously the gauntlet. I always go back to the gauntlet because it's just loads of fun and uh, people just absolutely love it. And now with the, uh, the new uh, Bone Valley Tavern uh, having an outdoor bar, it's going to be even more fun uh, for those folks that just want to kick their shoes off and go out and putt. Absolutely. And Brian, we know the drill. When you mix alcohol with wagering and golf, it's a um, it's an absolute unforgettable time, and it just really enhances that trip. Yeah, there's, there's certainly a lot of banter that uh, that takes place uh, in the evening as a result of a, a boys' trip, so um, plenty, plenty of opportunity to take full advantage of that uh, at Streamsong. And lose money at, while you're at it, right? <laughs> or win, depending on who you are. Me, that's I typically right. lose, Scott. So That's exactly right. <laughs> Scott, that sounds like an amazing time down there with all the different things you have. So this is the time where you guys have something awesome to offer the Golf Trip Junkies and listeners of groups of eight or more. Tell us a little bit about what you have to offer. Well, we have always taken pride of uh, helping out, uh, you know, getting the, the tea time that everyone wanted, uh, you know, the time frame that they wanted, the course order that they wanted to play in. And what we want to do is offer your uh, golf trip junkies uh, a meet and greet on the first tee with myself or one of our head professionals, Matt Jordan or uh, Chad Helms. And just to get to meet everyone and also while you're on the property, that you know who to call if there's anything at all that's needed, uh, dining reservation, whether a fishing trip over there with uh, Tyler Ramsdell and his uh, team, um, you know, that's uh, something that we can just pick up the cell phone and call over and, and set it up. And then also for the group, uh, the first night uh, when they arrive after, after golf, the first round of golf is uh, a free appetizer uh, for the group. And uh, hopefully they'll get off uh, to a great start uh, on their visit. Is there an appetizer you have in mind that you guys highly recommend? Maybe I'm putting you on the spot. Sorry. <laughs> well, I can't answer that right now because the menu keeps changing and they keep getting better and better. So uh, let me, let me uh, right. pause on that one. <laughs> yeah, no worries. But that's a great offering, and we really appreciate the generosity with that. And uh, so, so thank you for that. As we get set to wrap up here, what is one thing that you would like our listeners to take away from this conversation? You know, just, just what do you want them to remember about Stream Song? You know, it's a, it's a tough question to answer, but I would say that um, this is the closest thing that we have in Florida to Lynx golf. It's, it's Lynx style. There are 54 great golf holes with that fast and firm condition. You know, I, I tell people the first time, I said, how do you, how do you uh, chip? you know, around the greens and they say, Oh, I go to my lob wedge. And if they're from the Northeast and they have, you know, Bermuda grass and they have uh, kind of a cushion uh, that sits the ball up on top of that grass, they can do that. They can, you know, kind of clip it underneath. But if you're around here with the tight lies, you don't have that cushion. So we always want them to go low 
unless they're really deft around the greens. They got to use their imagination to see the rolls and the bounces and uh, the pitches. That is what I want to talk about every time that somebody comes out here for the first time. Don't try to go high, go low, putt it, seven iron, hybrid, three wood, whatever you're good at uh, around the greens. And if, you, if you're not good at it, let's go over to the chipping green and kind of have some uh, trial and error before you go out on the golf course and then go play that six-hole loop and uh, get used to it. Uh, maybe go over to the roundabout and, and just practice that low shot. So it sounds like that's the the theme out there with with the winds and things like that is that being, you know, hitting your shots low is really going to offer you not only, you know, better scoring opportunities, but probably a better experience because once you get warmed up on that on that six hole loop, you're going to be you're going to have it dialed in and go out there. So it sounds like that's a great recommendation for our listeners out there to be able to practice that, take that game with you down there. Cause I think overall, you're going to have a better experience. Uh, would you agree to that, Scott? I definitely would. And, and above all else, if you have a caddy, you got to listen to them because if they tell you to hit it at two o'clock on the face of the watch, you want to go at two o'clock. You don't want to go at one or 1230 because you're going to probably miss that by a mile. Well, Brian, that's my problem. I'm a very good listener to what my caddy says, but when he says stuff like that, usually it's the complete opposite result. But uh... (laughs) (laughs) it's all about the execution. We all we all struggle with it. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, Scott, we're getting ready to close here. How do our listeners connect with you and make a reservation and uh, enjoy all that you guys have out there at Streamsong? So there's two ways that uh, they can contact the resort: StreamsongResort.com on the website. And then uh, the telephone is 888-294-6322. And that uh, everyone is uh, eager, eagerly awaiting uh, the calls. And uh, we are looking forward to seeing everyone down at Streamsong. That's awesome. So Golf Trip Junkies out there, all that information is going to be posted on our show notes page at thegolftripauthority.com, as well as you can find the Stream Song listing out there on Trip Caddy. So you can see some of the pictures for Stream Song, uh, but definitely make your way to their website. We'll link you there. Um, but get all this information that, that Scott's been sharing on our show notes. And Scott, thank you so much for taking the time today to, uh, to talk through all the glorious golf trip goodness that Streamsong has to offer. We really appreciate your time. Oh, my pleasure. And thanks for having me on. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys down here also real soon. That sounds great. Brian, any final thoughts from you, my friend? No, no, Scott. Great job. Very much appreciate all the the great information provided today. And and, uh, here's another successful eight years for you at Streamsong. Uh, Thank you so much, guys. For sure. Golf Trip Junkies, you've been hanging out with Scott Wilson at Streamsong. I hope you've enjoyed the Golf Trip goodness for today. I'm John, and our show caddy, Brian, are here at the Golf Trip Authority reminding you, don't just show up, show up prepared. Thanks for listening, everybody.